It's Monday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Separated at Birth podcast. I am your host, Roman Wins, joined by my faithful partner, The Full Fucking Measure. And uh, yeah, why am I dressed like this? Why do I look like this? Well, we're in a rating slump, so I had to get rid of that fuck Roman Wins and bring back Iceman. We needed a little bit of a bump. But uh, what are you wearing? How it's, are you doing? It seems, I look- like, it seems like you had a bump just before this started, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> What's going on, man? I miss you. What are you wearing? What do you got a Versace on? I look forward to this time of the show because, like, I, we, you know, we don't really see each other. And I, I you have such a good uh, graphic tea game. So I like to examine you and take you in and see what you got going on for me. Dude, Show you me, gotta, Daddy. You gotta, you gotta tell, you gotta tell my wife that because she's like, "How many of these black motherfucking shirts do we have to have in this house? There's too many. There's too many." And I'm, I ask you, how many is too many? There is no number. So currently, I'm rocking 50, 50, 50 different tees. Fifty, 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 fifty large. Yeah, fifty different tees. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. So more, more, more. It's, it's been told. more, yeah. yeah, more, yeah, um, yeah. So, so I, um, I that's go one hell of like, a closet. No, well, dude, I get it's it's just fifty shirts. It's just hanging. That's it. I have nothing else. I literally just wear shirts. There's, I have nothing on underneath. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here bare bare cheeked. Um, but uh, before I get are you to- winning? You you're winning the poo in it where you just have the shirt on and it's just like your pigtails hanging out. Yes, exactly. And after That's this, gross. I'm gonna get to have honey. <laughs> oh my god. But um, I'm being really rude. Thank you everybody for joining. I'm of course the full measure. Thank you so much for that introduction, Roman. I appreciate you. This is our fifteenth show, sir. Let's go. I don't fucking know that, but um, we've come a long way in, I would say, the last three has been monumental for us. So, uh, of course, we are now available on multiple platforms, including Facebook, uh, Twitch, Trovo, to to watch us, to take in the shit with your fucking ocular sensors, and then to listen to us at your leisure, preferably when you're on the poo shiesty, um, then... Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're all over the place now. We are I mean, all Mark's over Spotify, the audio platform. Hit them up. What, what are they all, Roman? We are live worldwide on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, Overcast, Google, Amazon, I apologize. Everywhere. At this point in time, it's probably better to just say where we're not live on. That's true. That's we are not. List. Yes, we are not live in Moscow or in Chechnya. <laughs> Everywhere else, though, we are live like really in your ear. Like yes, very alive. And but, uh, by yeah. this time next week, you will be able to see an edited video version of this podcast with the audio version on Spotify. So if you can't take us in live and you want to be able to at least see us. You don't go to YouTube. You will have that on your regular Spotify feed. So there are no excuses to not no, be exactly. a part of the separated at birth experience. Exactly. Because as you guys know, by the way, separated at birth does not just refer to me and Roman, of course, because we for sure are fucking separated at birth. But it also refers to this community that we've built between our two channels. Both of us are on YouTube, of course. Um, but it's a it's 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 kind of like a like an extended family that we formed over time. And I'm apologizing ahead of time because I might do some random like sort of beeps as I cough like now. But I am busy coming off like the the worst, the worst flu that I've ever had in my life. But uh, that shit is not going to deter me from uh, our Monday night thing, man. 
So uh, yeah, we did we did a great bunch of games. On did you almost poke your eye out there? Uh, you, are you gonna be all right? All right for the audio only people, uh, I tried to remove my sunglasses and. Uh, <laughs> I stabbed he did it, myself he did it the old in the way. eye. He poked himself in both <laughs> eyes and then ripped it off his face. Which is the way they did it in the 60s. And, That's and, right. And, you know, yeah, it, see? It, it... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take off my glasses and stab myself in the eye, see? Dude, I mean, it, you, you, the only other way you could have done it is hitting yourself in the face with an axe, breaking two pieces in half and having it fall off. But um, of course, we we played some games on Saturday. Uh, I had a monumentous time with that. Um, especially, I think both of me and you are starting to really, really enjoy Splitgate a lot. Uh-huh. Which, which I honestly, uh, I kind of always knew that I would like it, but it it never really dawned on me exactly how much I would though. And it's because it's such a, it's such a. F- like just a i don't know if bare bones is putting it the right way but i think that is the way to put it yeah it's just like the game does what it's supposed to do extremely well like it's not trying to be anything fucking weird it's not trying to do anything funny nothing nothing strange out of the ordinary it's an arena shooter with great gunplay uh some portal mechanics like it's got to have something right that right in the race right but other than that the the core tenets of an arena shooter is there Great movement, great control, uh, uh, great aim mechanics, and fun guns. Pun- the fundamentals are so tight, yeah. and it, there's almost no downtime. You're in and out of a game and into the next match almost immediately. And uh, for our audio-only people, see, we got to do these warnings now for our oh, yeah, audio-only yeah, people. you got to get used to that now, all right? You're stepping up a level now with the full measure, oh, all right? Shit. And Roman wins. But... We did a five-hour stream on both of our channels, and uh, if all of, if any of you guys are new around here or you're listening to us, you can come to any of our channels. And Saturday we do a, we do a combined kind of stream, and we were having about what five and a half hours of just sick gameplay. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, but it, it took a toll on you. This cold will not quit. You are just yeah. I look. I mean, look. I, I would be honest though. Um... Both me and my wife had it at the same time. She had it slightly ahead of me, and she's almost completely cured now. And um, it's because she takes better care of herself. That's it. Mm. Plain and simple. I'm just going to put that out there. So, so I, I mean, one of the things is, right, uh, specifically here in Copenhagen, it's like, uh, it's, of course, national healthcare, right? So the point is, like, you're assigned a doctor, and uh, it, you can only go see that doctor. Like, I can't just walk into any fucking place and go like, hey, bro, I'm busy dying of the flu. Can you help a motherfucker out? You know, like, I can't do that, right? And the the way how it works here is they literally can't give you anything over the counter, bro. You can basically get headache oh. tablets and fucking, uh, 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 what is it called? Contact lens fucking cleaner, and that's it. That's what you get at a pharmacy. The pharmacy's as big as a shoebox here, bro. So Jesus. the issue is if I want any kind of like I'm a hundred percent sure. So I've tested I've tested inconclusive and positive for COVID, right? But I'm a hundred percent sure that this is COVID. I'm a hundred percent. But now I'm I'm at the back end of this thing now. So all I need now is something that helps with the throat. You know, like at night when you go lie down and you want to sleep and it's just incessant coughing and it's it's a, it's a fuck show, right? Mm. And so I I to to make an appointment. So it's the summer here now. Right, which means doctors—they all take holiday at the same time. Like all of them, just fuck <laughs> off out of the country. I'm not joking. I'm not. It's ridiculous. So I, I try to make an appointment because all I want to do is I just want to go in there and I want to go, bro. Can I just have some cough syrup, something that I could just drink at night before I, before I go sleep? 
at the next appointment I could get was the 21st of July. Wow. So I was like, I guess I'll be dead by then. Yeah, you'll cured, be, a, you'll be mummified. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Fuck it, right? Like, that's one way to solve the problem. So so that's that's like a little bit of an issue. And I, I personally, I think the two, the two most important things if you're recovering from a flu, and uh, again, this is just what's worked for me in the past, is really good rest. Like, you need your sleep. You need good sleep. You're not doing right? that. I'm not doing that because I can't next. sleep, dude. What's the next I, one? I, I lie down there and I'm like, 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 you know, like these dogs that start barking at 12 at night. Can somebody tell that dog to shut the fuck up? Like, it's like, you know, it's, it's like that. And it goes. So last night, for instance, I slept for an hour and 40 minutes, bro. And the oh. only way I could do that is I, I literally drank two cups of tea, which is, again, like that's literally like po pouring poison into my body. Like, I don't drink fucking tea. Come on, bro. But I drank two cups of tea with like fucking almost half filled with honey just so that I could glaze over my throat and I could just like, you know, like pass out. So I'm not getting the sleep. And then the other thing is, the other thing is like, if you are consuming out, like, I don't think it's, you're not supposed to completely, I don't know, man, fuck, I'm telling myself this. But I think if you drink alcohol while you're, while you're sick, that's just like a bigger problem because the thing is like alcohol limits your immune system. Mm -hmm. So and I mean, of course, I'm drinking beers and I'm, you know, doing the thing and everything like that. So, so I know I'm not, I'm now I'm not making smart decisions, um, but I'm paying for them. I'm paying for them, and it's making me rethink my, you know, my fucking my story because, because yeah, my wife's doing better uh, and good for her, good for her. But I mean, I need to kick this thing as well before I just reinfect her again. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. So yeah, I got to make a plan, baby. But, Damn. Uh, so you're like you're like triple vax, like nine times boosted, and you're still fighting this triple. So double vax, double boosted. Oof. Yeah. Fuck you, I Pfizer. Just, uh, no, I just got another booster. Uh, what Friday? Yeah, you, got, you got the Because I'm coming up. to Europe in, in yeah. July, and uh, this is the most vaccinated podcast on the internet, and one of us is still a sick fuck. But yeah, like very, <laughs> like this is probably the most sickest I've been because I've had COVID. This, if this is COVID, it'll be the third time, and this is the worst one yet. Dude, you're like the Highlander of the fucking pandemic. Dude, they can be only they can be only one unless there's three. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like they can be only one. But sometimes there's three. You know what I'm saying? So you mentioned so, something uh, about Splitgate, right? And you talked about how it's just like a throwback, like just just bare bones, just really tight, like uh throwback to mechanical gunplay, and it makes that's what makes it refreshing and makes it kind of fun. It's not this over convoluted yeah. thing. And uh, you know, I spent a lot of time this past weekend exploring the new playstation premium service i don't know how if you had any time to look at it or poke around in it i do you know what happened right i opened it up and i started scrolling i went to ps3 first i started scrolling I'm like hmm, hmm, hmm. and then i'm like dude you have 19 steam games that is on your pc right now that you finished stop fucking around switch the playstation off go <laughs> back to your library stop it stop it so uh so yeah I've, I've poked around a little bit but but i i've refrained from downloading anything because because yeah i just i there's there's why i think it's like a rabbit hole once you go down that yeah thing, it's like you know it's, so it's i all. went down the rabbit hole and uh, i thought i, just, I thought I, you would though i, I was just would. i was having a problem i was having a crisis and i gotta i gotta ask you i gotta see what you think about this but there was set over 750 games. I'm going through them. I I, I pinned a couple of the ones that I like. Uh, okay, I wanted... so you're busy building a list. You're busy getting ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I started downloading a couple of them, and then I I, I, I wanted to download first. What was the first I, one? I downloaded. Uh, 
I downloaded Death Stranding to Director's Cut, and I played it on my channel. Had a little bit That's of fun right, with yeah. that. Okay. Um, I downloaded Ghost of Tsushima. I played some For Honor, and then I downloaded Uncharted and uh, the motorcycle zombie one. What's it called? I forget. With Sam Witwer. Um, oh, uh, the, oh, Days yeah, Gone. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, and then I, I wanted to play some old games, so I streamed a fishing game, and then I streamed uh, an a MX motocross. Oh, the I love fishing. Don't, don't fucking judge me. <laughs> yeah, but like fishing in real life. Oh, yeah, but fishing in video games is fishing relaxing. Game, no, but I mean, it's nothing like the real life thing, though, right? No, it's not a thing like it, but sometimes it's just like when you can't be on the boat and dip your, dip your pole, you want to virtually... You're still talking about fishing, right? Uh, maybe. Subscribe I mean, to Run I, know, I don't know if you see can how see I this my right pole. now. I don't know if you can see this right now, but this is what disappointment looks like, Roman. Did I fail you? Is my gaming cred now hit? I mean, it's not. It's not hit. It's just like you know, like there's like an addendum, right? It's been expanded <laughs> on now, right? Like, like there's like a. But wait, did you also see uh, page two? There's more. So, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, look, I, uh, so I know you get this pro fly, dude, are, are we going to, I'm not even going to give this any airtime. Fuck it. Pro fly, bass fishing, whatever the fuck. Okay, cool. So you decided to do that instead of, uh, again, just like me, you have a fat backlog of games. That Ridiculously large backlog. But, but this is my point. This is where I'm going, right? So I played the fishing game for about five minutes and then I turned it off. I was like, sorry, wrong word. <laughs> that you said for pin you, them is the way, actually a feature on pit yes it is a feature you can pin your games and uh, kind of like sort out a library and 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 it also lets you know um if you would wish to purchase it a la carte it'll tell you uh if you just subscribe to playstation premium how much you would be saving how many days you would have the game versus paying like five bucks to buy the game outright so it'd be like hey if you want to pay five bucks you could pay five bucks for playstation and you'd have this game for 596 days before it's out of rotation the point i'm trying to get to is this I played it for about 30 seconds and I turned it off. I think the problem is a mental problem. I think it's like we're being forced mm -hmm. to play these games digitally and they're removing the disc medium. No, and but they're not forcing you, Roman. They're getting rid of physical media. Physical media is on the way out. That's been happening for years. Right, but that's my point. Here's where I'm going with it. It's like you get this feeling in the back of your head that I have to be on this service to play these retro games and have them in my library but do you really want to play those games because like I fired them up and I got about I jumped around between nine games and I was just like I'd rather play four really really deep meaty games than jump around and have 800 at my fingertips and not play any of them See, the thing is, okay, I mean, I'll give you the answer, I guess, like, twofold or something like that, but one, like, do you have to play these fucking games? No, right? And do you have to be subscribed to that service? No. Um, and secondly, you you have exactly the same problem that I have, and that is that nostalgia is a big thing in my life. Yes. Um, especially when it comes to, I mean, I get it with fucking movies now, man. Like movies that I remember from the 80s and 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 maybe even before that, but let's say from the 80s, right? Uh, that dude, that I tried I to just... watch first the uh, uh, the first night or uh, the Richard Gere and Sean Connery. Yeah, 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 yeah. I 
I, I remembered loving that. It was dog shit. Dude, Dragonheart. <laughs> now that you're mentioning like Sean Connery, Dragonheart. You remember that where Sean Connery was the dragon? Yeah, and he gave his heart. I love that movie with Dennis Quaid. Don't watch that again, dude. It's I, so so. The I remember is, crying as a young I man watching this. That. Is, see, this is my problem, right? I, the, my issue is that a lot of these things, I actually regret seeing them again or trying them again because I actually then inversely affect the memory. Um, my my issue is that I have a hard time just going like, dude, just remember it the way it was. You don't have to go back. You don't need confirmation, oh. you know, bias or something like that entering your life now or something like that because you think like, like was it really that good? It was that good for you then. Of course, it's not going to be that good now. So don't fuck with it. And that's like a big thing for me that that I'm starting to realize more and more. I have a I have a sorting system in Steam, right? Where where I'll be like it'll be like currently playing, right? What's on the what's on my PC. And then I'll I actually have a category called soon. And stuff mm. that I that I that that is like on the cusp. I'm like as soon as I kick one of these motherfuckers out of the park, this one comes in. So that'll be like a tight list. I try to not have anything more than ever ten in in that in that list, right? Uh, of different genres, everything like that, because I might feel like a car game, or, you know, whatever, something like that. And then I have a like um, to still be played or something like that, right? And I sat this weekend. It's just a weird thing because you did this thing on PlayStation and I sat and did this on Sunday. And I sat and went through that list. I had 800 and something in that list. Jesus. Right? And more than 75% of it was games that I finished fucking completely, right? But I just like, I was like, yeah, dude, you got to go back for another taste. I'll give you a very good example. Prey. I'm a huge fan of that game. A huge fan. And it's not even a very old game, by the way. Prey is what? Like 2000 and... I want to say 17, 16, 15. All right, maybe yeah, somewhere even, around that. Yeah. Some, okay, fine. For the sake of the argument, let's assume it's not older than five years. Let's assume it's not older than six or seven, right? The point is, it's still, it's not like you have to get over that point of where you're like, God damn, this is a really ugly game now or something like that. Prey's still a good looking game and its mechanics are really strong and all of those things. And I fucking fired that up last night. Because I was like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm feeling like a like a you know you know like a um, death loop was a bit of a letdown, everything like that. A little I, I bit. Like to, <laughs> I wanna I wanna experience the the highs that I had from that game again, and it's got a lot going for it with the whole like scrounging resources and finding keys for, for you know you know uh, 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 to open up and get more ammo. Like it's 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 basically like modern age Bioshock in a way. Uh, well, well, and also System Shock for that matter, which is fucking great. And um, and dude, I lasted like forty five minutes, and I was like, I've seen everything this game has to offer, and it's actually now only somehow like taking away from that 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 the memory that the original one had. Mm. You said something that uh, and I don't want to. I don't want to leave games too quickly. Uh, but you said something that just hit me really hard because I just watched the uh, the, the cast breakdown of Sandman uh, this mm. past this past weekend, and yeah. Sandman, the comic series, and now TV show. I mean, that <laughs> property is something that means a lot to me. And I they know what's coming, dude. I'm oh, sorry. they replaced I'm sorry John for Constantine laughing. with Joanna Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> dude i can't laugh like this is gonna fuck up my chest but you're I killing me i said did there. i not tell you that was gonna happen i told you that was gonna happen i told you i told I, you i sat there and i'm like they replaced one of my favorite characters in all of fiction with an actress i adore i love jenna coleman 
And I had to give myself the speech that you just gave. It's like, no one can take the memories and the property from me of what I was able to experience with Sandman. But fuck me if I'm not fucking sad that I can't get this high production version of a character the way I know and the way I like. Um, but Neil Gaiman is my daughter's, one of my daughter's favorite authors uh, because she read the book Coraline and she's like obsessed with that. And so I just had to, I had to, had to give the franchise to her. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. this isn't mine anymore. <laughs> this is yours. But, but here's the thing though, right? Isn't that... <sighs> Isn't that what happens, though? It's like, uh, what would be a good example? See, the thing is, if I look at like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention like, uh, you know, what would be considered as groundbreaking cinema or anything like that. But if I look at the movies that that I grew up with in in like the late '80s and like the early '90s, which were like, you know, like the stuff that I really, you know, loved, would be. You know, like the Die Hard franchise up until with a vengeance and um fucking lethal weapon, man. Mm. Um what else? Predator. Uh <laughs> Predator. <laughs> yeah. But, Prey. But, yeah, but it's gonna here's the thing. So there comes a point where you have to you have to let go of the fact that you're not gonna ever see that that stuff in the same way again. Like you're never gonna like, obviously, we know we're not going to see Die Hard again the way that Die Hard was. That's okay. But the point is that they'll always try to remake it or, uh, you know, like, reshoot it. And next it'll be, like, Die Hard with, you know, um, Catherine McLean, you know, or something like that. And, and I mean, they're doing that, by the way. Uh, and Charlie's no. Throne is, is, like, um, is, is, is high up in getting casted for that. So, I'm tired of you South Africans taking over everything in my life. Dude, she's she's pretty much like an American now. You guys can have her. It's fine, dude. The, when she came out and said that you have to pronounce her surname different now because it's too confusing to explain it to people all the time, I was like, get the fuck out. Oh, like, my because, God. Because her surname is pronounced Thron. It's Charlie's Thron. That's the Afrikaans way. That's, she's from Benoni. Like, that's like a couple of fucking kilometers from where I fucking, you know, like spend a lot of time in my life. Um, it's pronounced Throne, and then it was like, no, it's Theron. It's Theron. Like, th bro, fuck off. So anyway, but um, yeah, so she's a grand admiral in the in the in the Empire. Throne. Stop it. No, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me cough. But um, no, I I just I was actually trying to mute myself, and I hit you with that. Uh, yes, uh, you 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 sub subconsciously called me a pussy. Uh, everyone. No, I mean it wasn't subconscious. Let's be honest. <laughs> but no, so so the point that I was trying to make before I so rudely interrupted myself is that that when we look at things like that, like again nostalgia, right, and the things that we love, there's one of two things that you that you want for this, right? You either wanted to like stay up there and never be touched and always be like the best version of that character, the best version of that story, the best version of, of that memory, or you wanted to be like left. And, and by the way, that also means left the fuck alone. Mm. Or you wanted to be redone, but better. Now, one of those, no, actually, both of those two things are impossible. Well, I don't know. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Let's go. I, it's different. It's different. It's not the same thing anymore. Like, as much as Final Fantasy Remake, right, hits you 
Oh. It doesn't hit like the original Final Fantasy VII. Yes, it's still, it's a fucking phenomenal game. It's a phenomenal, it, and it's an insane effort to 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 remake something, but then but then re, like recreate it in such a way that it's a completely different thing. Yeah. You did a very good job of explaining it on your stream the other night. And it's basically, the, the, the idea is that really the only thing that makes it Final Fantasy VII is its setting and the characters, but the story goes in a completely different direction. Yeah, it does. And the point is that the the dude, spoiler alert for a game that's like super fucking old, like Aerith getting killed. 25 years old. Yeah, Aerith <laughs> getting killed. That Nothing will ever hit like that again. No, it shaped a generation of gaming. Correct. So and and so at this point, you've already actively made a decision to go like that game's over there, this yeah. one's over here. They share a name, but this the new shit. Yeah, you, it's actually proving your point. So, and 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 I think we fight against that a lot. Like I I I constantly think that like I I think to myself, we have all this great technology now. And we have people that really understand, like, for example, like, why can't they make good fucking game movies? Why? Like, we have, we have a world where things like Breaking Bad exist, where things like The Wire exist, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, whatever. Any fucking, you know, series, movie or anything like that that has fantastic writing. And mm. we have a world where, like, there's nothing you can't do with effects now. So how come we can't get a decent, you know, like game movie? Because we can't, by the way. It's fucking impossible. And that's the thing. So every time when, when, when I see something like Uncharted, we spoke about Uncharted before on the show, I think that's a fucking terrible movie. But for some reason, it is seen as a successful fucking movie. And possibly, I don't know if it launches a franchise for Tom Holland. Nothing against him, by the way. Fucking kudos, baby. But fuck. Better watch terrible. You better watch out, Polly's. Uh, I think they're gonna... I think Henry Cavill's gonna try and make them do a Warhammer 40k movie. <laughs> I mean, he could... Uh, he's, he's a massive he's, fan, and he's getting a he lot is, of... Though, right? He's getting a lot of stroke in Hollywood. I mean, he damn near by himself willed that Witcher show into production. That's a good topic. Uh, you, I, I believe that you're right, that the, 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 the medium on how they tell stories in video games and movies is almost completely different, but what... What they, franchise would it, make a good movie? It's, my issue is, still to this day... You think it's because they don't understand it or they no, cut corners? No, they don't corners? take it serious. They don't uh, take it serious. They don't take it, they don't take it serious as an art form, and I'm being fucking honest right now. It's what they... what The average... And, and maybe this takes a generation. Remember now, right? The real fucking shot callers in these studios now are not gamers. They're the generation before the gamers. Yes. 20 years from now, 15 years from now, it'll be the gamers in those positions. I think the people that are in those positions right now look at games and they, they look at the cutscenes and they're like, oh, fuck, it's, uh, it's a bunch of movies like struck together and the guy runs over here. And they, you know how what, I know? When did you, know you become Italian? <laughs> it's not a bunch of games yeah. and the movies. <laughs> in, this, in this case, this guy at Warner Brothers was an Italian. But no, but the thing is, like, um, you know how I know this? It's because I look at the way my wife sees games. Mm. She's not a she's not a fan of it at all. Like she she really she's very supportive of me and how much I enjoy it. But I could never tell her, "Hey, here's this gameplay." She'd be like, "Bro, I I can't." 
I don't want to. But I look at the way which she consumes when she sees a game. And we've got this running joke, and running is the operative word here. Whenever she comes into the room and she sees me playing a game, two out of three times I'll be playing a game where I'm running. So where I'm playing Outriders and I'm doing Expeditions and I'm running. I'm playing Tomb Raider, I'm running. I'm playing you know, any game, you're running. And she's yeah. like, oh my God, are you running again? <laughs> and my point is, a lot of, the, a lot of these, these studios, they look at the properties like that and they go, okay, as long as we get the the names right so just uh, how many characters are there there's 24 okay fuck it look for 24 people here's the name and as long as they get the setting right and they're like okay cool what's the planet's name is it desert okay cool so we're looking for a desert scene let's get the fuck desert in here and then just go ape shit like so what they'll do is they'll just they'll just like 60 percent of the budget is fucking cgi and mm. that's it and then they just roll and they'll they'll have this script and here's the here's the thing here's the thing the money for this will go to the talent and the CGI. And they'll save like 1% for the writer. And the writer, and this has been confirmed by people, podcasts, and stuff that I've watched. The writers will, no offense, but they'll, they'll get someone that's not really supposed to be writing this shit, will shit out a script. And then what's worse is they, their original vision is not actually even kept to. So even if they were a fan of that, that script becomes the fucking skeleton of the project while the director and the talent go apeshit with and go, no, I don't think, uh, you know, it should work this way. A very good example of this is um, like movies where you have um, two opposing like, like, like big names in it. Like you have a Vin Diesel and a, and a Rock, for instance. And... The script will say something, but they'll come in and they'll have their own contracts that veto that uh, neither one of them can lose a fight. So now right. you have a fucking problem because one is the protagonist and one is the fucking villain. So the villain, you know, might need to lose a fucking fight. But no, this, their contracts say they can't lose a fight because that's bad for their brand. So now you got to write around that. So now you go fuck up the story because you got to write around that. And this is the issue. So I don't, I don't, it's very, very easy for me, by the way, to sit here and fucking complain about all this stuff and not offer up a solution. But my honest opinion is that a solution to this is that most of the budget should go to the writing of these movies, the writing and the effects. And what I think they should do is I think they should seek unknown people because they don't need to attach. And I'm just saying, I know that this will never happen. But they don't need to attach big names to these projects because the fucking project will carry the movie. Right. If you say Uncharted and you put some fucking unknown dude in there, but you tell a good Uncharted story, that shit'll sell, bro. Because the game, the, the the story is good enough, just like the game is good enough. So, like Nerfunkel was saying, he called out a Bioshock miniseries and a Fallout show. Do you think that the medium is more tailored towards a series, or do you think that? You know, like it you said, in a, few years, the series now. in a few years time when there's more, uh, you know, former gamers now in those executive positions at studios that will be able to get a movie. So what do you think? It, it, is it more tailored towards the series or we're just not there yet? And but a movie would be the best way. See, the thing is, there's 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 reasons again. Uh, you're actually asking me an impossible question because 
If you're asking me, well, that's what, what we I... do here at the Separated at Birth podcast: mindless speculation under oh, yeah. no basis of fact With a or reason. Supreme sprinkling of supreme. Like, bu- like bullshit, but no, but like, if you're asking me what I want, I prefer I prefer movie over a series any day. Because I think you can do a lot with like a fucking ridiculously strong two hours that you possibly can't do with like um, this in ten hours, right? Um, and 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 make no mistake, like I don't know those of you in chat who remember, but there's a time when the fucking ten episode se- season and the thirteen episode season didn't exist. It was mm-hmm. twenty four. It was twenty four, and, and it was those dog of you water. that remember remember twenty four fucking episode seasons. Jesus, was there a lot of filler? See, I agree with you one hundred percent, and that's my problem right now with all these Disney Plus shows. These would be better movies because yes. Star Wars, like, but like they Obi-Wan, have to make the series because they have to tap into another fucking uh, revenue stream. I know you're you're correct, but Obi Wan. There's enough in there where I hate the series, but there's enough in there where it could be a good movie. Or a decent movie. A decent yeah, a dec- movie. A, you're right. A decent movie. Same thing with Moon Knight. There was five episodes where, or three episodes where they did the same thing in the same mental yeah. asylum. It would have been a tighter movie. Same yes. thing uh, right now, even with a show that I think is phenomenal, Stranger Things, with Eleven was in the hospital yes. for like five yes. of the eight episodes. Yes. It's just like... All of them. You could take all of the of the. Um, I mean, you were talking about the MCU uh, series just now, mm-hmm. so let's let's deal with them first. You could do all of them, right? With fairly decent. Like, I, I really wanted to enjoy uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, for instance, but Falcon and Winter Soldier was like a a really 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 strong <sighs> fucking sixty five minutes. So maybe you could put in like a little bit of filler there, but but like to stretch it out the way that they did, did did so much damage to it because you just it it literally like if you watch the Nielsen rating for that thing, it goes like fucking this, bro. Yeah, it fell off a cliff. It just it's just like it fell off a cliff. Um, and yeah, it's it's when you uh, let's 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 not focus on the MCU. Let's not focus on that. Let's talk about things like um, uh, what's a good the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. So Ozarks is a series that I had a lot of fun with. I, I really enjoyed it. But then when I realized, when I watched the final episode, what the story that they were actually trying to tell, I felt like I got conned out of a lot of time. Because the way that they shot it and the way that the story presented itself, it, it certainly gave enough ammunition to you as a viewer to propel you into like expecting a certain outcome and yes i understand that there's there's a that's the whole thing about cinema is like you know like the fucking you know surprise you know that subvert your expectations correct but but still it was done so blatantly in that especially the separation of the two the two the final season into two parts like where you can clearly see its business decisions. And look, we're going to have to deal with this for a while still because what we're dealing with right now is we're sealing, we're, we're basically for the last six months, we've been seeing the fruits of COVID. We've been mm. seeing what it's been doing to the industry and, and not being able to go out to, you know, or to, to go out to all of the fucking locations that you wanted to shoot and not being able to access the talent and all of that. And you're really starting to see the effect. And I actually think it's going to be very interesting. And I'm sure there's going to be a fantastic documentary or fucking five of them a couple of years from now. But five to ten years from now, uh, barring that the world doesn't turn into a complete shit show between now and then, 
when they turn the lens back on this and you're able to you're able to really sit and just peel it apart and see where you remember the rider strike yes and there's going to be when, another one soon yeah when we were in it though right you couldn't see you could but you couldn't see the exact effect that it had i remember for instance that the rider strike had a, had a massive effect on lost i believe that's where lost for instance which i'm a huge fan of um pardon the pun but lost a lot of its panache luster right panache. you in this and, word today did you I find know, panache on the toilet everybody uh we we talk you know a lot and uh, me and this man were talking earlier and i think he found a way to work panache into four conversations today dude it's i have this little thing that's next to my bed that's like a little rip away paper and it goes your word of the day and today's word was panache oh it's tomorrow melee <laughs> i doubt it I had, I had i had malie like fucking two years ago and i've never fucking moved away from it so but i i, I now now you're able to look back at at series um and this specifically affected tv of course you're able to look back and you can clearly there's like this six to eight months that you can clearly go like, ah writers fucking strike you can literally just see it it's like this so I think the same thing is going to happen with COVID. Of course, the period is much longer. So I, I guess we're looking at something like e easily two years, maybe two point six. But um, but yeah, it's it's the the problem is you have so many. Do you know that this uh, this and you can go fact check me on this, but this year, and it's not because of the the expansion of you know cinema and all that shit, but this year was almost double the amount of straight-to-DVD and straight-to-video releases of the previous year. Double. Wow. Which is huge. That's massive. And it shows you, it shows you studios that get the final product and they go like, oh my fuck, we can't put this in a fucking cinema. <laughs> you, no, no, we're gonna, what, we'll, what we're gonna do is we'll make some strong advertising on like Shutter and shit like this and we'll just, we'll fuck it. We'll just go, we'll stream this, you know. I'm actually I'm actually happy about that. I, I I really think that they're being more selective of what they what they consider a big budget film. And I think like, you know, to the inverse of what Dave just said there, I think there will be more selective and more you know, I think we're, we're going to get better movies. I I I think yeah. there's going to be another like year okay. tail case off in, of this. Case in point Maverick. Yes, exactly, Maverick. Yeah. So so Maverick is a movie, right? That that actually suffered because of COVID. So locations Where it was delayed and, lo and yeah, locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. and 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 because it because it has such a, a, a large cost of people, some of them not all of them being obviously like superstars with the bottom lines, you gotta get them all to together, right? Um, and then the thing is you want to do it in such a way that you don't force a situation down the line where you have to have a bunch of reshoots and weird shit because movies like this is uh, usually has that fucking problem. And so they were able to navigate all of that and actually put out what, I mean, I, I don't mind saying this, but in my opinion, a superior product to the original. Absolutely. I agree. And so, so it does, it shows that it's not all doom and gloom, right? It's not to say that, okay, fine. You know, like fucking COVID uh, fucked us for two and a half years. So everything we're getting for the next four years is dog shit. That's not true. It's not true. But unfortunately it's true for most things. Because the bottom line is that they, there was a quality slump. And however the studio chose to do I mean, have you sat and thought about Maverick like, like 
there's a lot of cheese in that movie that they pull off in such a way that it's actually like it's actually endearing it's charming as hell yes but there's a lot of dude like just if you take the what's his name the the the, the piano scene where he plays which is a homage to the i guess i don't even call it a homage whatever it's 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 of the fucking first movie right and when you when that starts dude i had like oh god it's gonna be fucking cringe isn't it and it wasn't man yeah wasn't. no it wasn't it's because miles teller has so much panache here we go. You see, now you're getting it. No, but it's and because he had all that practice in whiplash, right? Oh. He, he knows how to play an instrument now. Was but I rushing I, or was I dragging? Yeah, dude. No, like I'm sorry. That's one of the villains of fucking the 21st century that we have to discuss. But I love it, dude. It was so good. What but, um, is? It? Oh no. But um, yeah. I just I think I think that um, like in the world we live in today, right? Maverick wasn't supposed to be a success. Can we be honest about that? That thing was supposed to bomb, like, fucked. Yo, Nerfunkel may be my spirit animal. He loved Dune. He had a great point. And A24 can do no wrong at this they point. Can't. They can't. I, I love the Green Knight. I love I everything. Wanted us to, I wanted us to do a rating, right? Where we, where we, we would do, like, a tier list of A24. And oh. I, started, I started building it. All S. I, I, I was just like, literally, we need like two lines here, like really fucking good and pretty damn good. You know, that was the two categories. It's all good shit. It's all like, good stuff, Like, their horror roster man. is bar none. Um, yes, they they have like, and there's a, there's a whole bunch of their movies that I didn't know was A24 that ended up like, okay, well, that explains things. But yes. They, I'd have to look they, at a breakdown. I'm sure I'd get caught in the same thing. Yeah. They seem, they seem to have the golden touch. I'm sure I could surprise you with some. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I haven't looked at their 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 layout in a while of what their what their filmography is. They, but... they kill they kill list, dude. Yeah, uh, dude. Do you want me to hit you with some that you wouldn't believe is a twenty four? Give me a couple. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <coughs> I apologize. I'm gonna work my way backwards. Okay. Okay. Um, let me just find. Uh... I apologize. So, by the way, fun fact, uh, how long do you think A24 has been around? 2007, shot in the dark. I don't know. Okay, well, that's, I mean, you gave him a lot of credit there. Their first movie came out in 2013, which was oh. the glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan III, which is a Roman Coppola movie. Um, and it wasn't great, but... I mean, you know, you got to start somewhere. They followed that shit. I mean, don't look with... back on episode one of the the separate editor podcast. You know, no, exactly. see where we're we always, are. We're always growing, baby. See where we are now. <laughs> so, so they followed exactly a month later. They followed up with Spring Breakers, which was a huge thing. Oh, that is a great. Wait, what? They did Spring Breakers? Yes. See what I told you. So A twenty four did Spring Breakers, which was a big deal. Spring Breakers was was. Um, it, it featured a lot of actors and actresses in sub, like roles that they wouldn't usually yes. play. It was, a, it was like a, yeah, like a wild things, like yes. callback type of thing. So, so then also the other thing is, uh, A24, basically they've given Dennis Veleno like a, like a blank check. So if he ever comes to them with a movie idea or anything like that, it's you like, mean bro, the greatest director working today, Denis Veleno? Yes. Yes. So. Enemy, you know Enemy? I love Enemy. A24. I did not know that. A24. Enemy is okay. phenomenal. Okay. 
Do you do you recall a horror movie that was kind of like tongue in cheek by Kevin Smith called Tusk? Yes. A twenty four. Really? Yes. Yes. That movie was stinky poo poos though. It was stinky poo poo though, but it was it was it was um, it was weird enough. Standard Kevin Smith. Yes, I, I like Kevin Smith, Jersey Boy. You know. Yeah, but no, but that was that was that was that. If you give Kevin Smith money to make a horror movie, uh, then he makes Tusk. Oh, I see what you mean. I, you're not wrong. Okay, you're not wrong. Yes. Okay, a most violent year, A24. Love it. Okay, Ex Machina. That you should oh, know. I love it. Oscar Isaac's. Yeah. Masterful. So, so by the way, uh, Oscar Isaac better name like his fucking third or fourth kid like A24 because yeah. this this dude has been like they've been feeding him like Mwah, like fucking good shit like all the time. Uh, Mississippi Grind. Mm. A24. The Witch, of course you know that. Now, here's the thing. A24 goes into this, like, in 2016. They And, and remember now, 2016 is the fucking heyday of, like, uh, Saw. And Eggers is such a good director. Saw and shit like that, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I can see your shirt. So they go into, like, psychological horror. Mm-hmm. Like, not heads popping off from fucking exploding man traps and, like, weird shit, right? So The Witch... Um, now, dude, did you ever watch a movie called Green Room? Oh, yeah. It's this band that, that goes and plays at a festival, a bunch of neo-Nazi skinheads. Like, um, uh, this is a whole, like, issue. By the way, guys, if you've never watched that, it's one of the last movies that, um, what's his name is in, um, Anthony, oh, sorry, Anton Yelchin, before he, ter- he mm-hmm. died from that terrible accident with his yeah, SUV. car rolled back on him. Oof. Yeah, his own SUV rolled yeah. back on him and killed him. But, um, yeah, it's one of the last movies that he was in. A24. So. Jesus. We're going to go on. By the way, we've only come up to 2016, by the way. Jesus. Then they did Swiss Army Man, which was fucking funny as hell. American Never Honey. Moonlight. Honey. I, Moonlight's really good. Yes, exactly. Um, and again, the thing is, what you have to understand is these guys are dropping like fat fucking bombs essentially every two months. Killing of that... a Sacred Deer, Lady Bird, Disaster Lady so Artist. Good. Did you know Disaster Artist was A24? I did not. That's what I'm fucking saying. It's like funny. I could, get these... through the, I could get through Disaster Artist and I can't rewatch The Room. <laughs> yeah, but Disaster Artist is like the better version of The Room. <laughs> like it, and, and I mean, I know that's terrible, but yes. I did not hit her. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Um, then I mean, mid nineties was fucking phenomenal. Um, Lady Bird was so good. I didn't know that yeah, was the uh... Midsummer, dude. Yeah, Midsummer's fuck. really good, dude. That was so. I watched Midsummer a month before I moved. Oh, well, that's not smart. You just <laughs> joined in a Scandinavian sacrifice. <laughs> that really, really did not fucking do me well, though. I, I neglected to show that to my wife, at least until we were here, like a year <laughs> and a half later. And then, yeah. Uh, the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is, uh, I hate that movie. <laughs> and I love Robert Eggers. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut Jams. Is Uncut Jams. Is it? Yes. So, oh, wow. by the way, A24 has like a, a like a long-standing agreement with Netflix, and Netflix choice buys some things out of them. Like, for instance, Uncut Jams was one of them, right? Um, there was another one we spoke about just now. I forget the name. Fuck. I think it's The Ballad of Lefty Brown, I think. Yes. 
But so there's a bunch of like ones that I only that, saw the ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's that's a really funny movie. DJ, but you yeah. have to check out uh, A24. It's very very good stuff. Yeah, and I would recommend starting highly, right at the highly. top with everything everywhere all at once. That movie is phenomenal. Yes. Because that's the thing, though, right? So now, now everything, everywhere, all at once is like everybody's riding really high on that, and of course, this year already, um, it's gonna win but, everything. Yeah, but just like have Lady you, Bird have you heard of year. Men, which uh, is Alex Garland's new horror movie? If you have you been reading the chat on my streams? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I know it's, a, it's an unsafe question for you to answer, but no, but no, but no, no bullshit though. Have you heard oh, of that? Damn it. <laughs> so do you know who Alex Garland is? I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I saw, I saw. <laughs> okay, I got you. Here you go. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, if you are an audio-only listener, really please good. don't look that up. But <laughs> so listen, Alex Garland is, of course, um, he's the one who directed Ex Machina, so it's weird for me that you don't know who he is. But No, I don't. I love that movie, by the way. Okay. This is this is a horror movie produced by him called Men. If you haven't seen this yet, like I obviously we can't show. I would honestly just throw the fucking trailer up right now, but I'm not looking to take a fucking DMC strike against the forehead. So, but this thing, as much as much hubbub as uh, everything, um, uh, sorry, everything everywhere all at once has caused. The main thing that holds that movie back from becoming like ridiculous mainstream success, and I'm going to be honest and I'm just going to say it, is because it's primarily an Asian cast. And that means that it's, it suffers in, in other regions. It's just how it is. That's life. That's life. It's, it's uh, because the movie has a bunch of subtitles and everything like that. And then you get the general fucking complaints. Of people are like, oh, this is a foreign film. Like, it's bullshit. Like, it's not. It's a fucking great movie, but it gets that criticism. And for that reason, it's not. You think so, huh? Well, I mean, I'm just like based on. Parasite cleaned up. Do you remember Parasite that? Cleaned, Parasite cleaned up after it won awards. Uh, you might be right. No, yeah. I'm not. Might be a hundred percent. It took best picture from one of the award shows, and then suddenly, it shot through the roof. So that is the that is. And, and by the way, let me say that I categorically think that that's terrible, right? I'm not by in any means saying no, that that's a fucking. No, you're just explaining it. That's for a what valid justification for not watching a movie. It's fucking stupid. Like um, art has no language, art has no nationality, anything like that. Like, a, a movie can come out out of the deepest, darkest fucking Africa, and it could probably be fucking amazing. Like, it, oh. art, should be, art should be judged for art, not for where it comes from and which language is spoken while you watch it. But that does count against it. Whereas men is, first of all, horror. Horror is consumed by almost... See, this is the weird thing, right? People don't horror. mind consuming horror if it's foreign languages. It's the yeah. fucking strangest thing. So The horror genre is very big among the Zoomers. The Zoomers love horror. Because they want to make reactions to it. They want to make reactions to it. You think it's that simple? I think it. It's, I think it's part of the reason. You know, I think, I, it's, I, I think it's because it's very TikTokable. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I think it's an aspect, but there's got to be. What is it about it though? These kids love this shit. I look All at, my kids ever want to watch. They're like pops put on horror. We want to watch horror. I'm going to have a sleepover. I'm going to have 10 people over and we're going to watch horror movies all night. It's like non-stop. 
Do you want to do be massive? Do you want to know why horror from Asia is usually better than Western horror? Because a like like Asian writing is terrible, but Asian cinematography and the the effects and how they they do gore and and things like that is fucking like fifteen thousand years ahead of anything else that anybody else is doing. Um, what I mean by this is I'm gonna get fucking nailed to a wall for this, I'm sure. But the thing is that horror it's so important, you know, you, you, the tone of the movie and this this whether it's like a sense of dread that you might be feeling or like impending doom or like just you know you're just really really worried because you don't want to see something fucking terrible like that all can have like the worst dialogue behind it ever because that's not what you're looking at right now you are waiting for something to come flying out of a fucking closet or get fucking cut in half or whatever and that's the reason why that is the reason why that's a good point you could save on cast and you can really just focus on practical effects and like set pieces and uh, sell up like that and uh, and a script. So uh, that that Ricky O, oh my gosh, Ricky O, have you ever seen Ricky O? Yes. That is some funny, funny, gory shit. But uh, we no, were just... sitting, we were just recently sitting around the table the other day, me and my family, and we were talking about uh, horror. You know, coincidentally, uh, that we're on this topic, but. We got really, we all to a person, like we watched Malignant when it came out and we were all like, what the fuck was that? Like, and we walked away from it. And then it's been what, a year since that movie came out? And we were sitting around the table all to a person. Like, we all think we kind of loved it. Like, it was just this like bonkers, ridiculous shit that you're not going to see anywhere else. And it it was was. like this homage to Italian uh, Giglio film. Like it was just, it was so good. It was so good. I love it. That's fascinating. I I really want to really want to like talk to them and and figure out what it is about this genre. That's resonating so much with these kids. Um, so, so Dave is saying something about, I think, with an anime. But, well, I mean, see, I mean, look, I, I think every podcast should have, like, at least one hot take. <laughs> so so from from each of us. So this is... Don't do I, it. Don't do it. Because I think, I think I didn't say it Bruh. well enough just Bruh. now. So let me, let me say it emphatically. Anime is terrible. Bruh. <laughs> I think it's I, I I don't think people that watch it are terrible. I think you should do you, and if you enjoy it, that's fantastic. But anime as it is is terribly written, and therefore the only thing that's left is for it to be spectacle. And yes, some anime is phenomenal to look at, and the art style is ridiculous and all of that, but the actual story content is fucking horrible. And the reason is, the reason is, they can't write characters believably. And that's because, as an art form, anime hasn't evolved to that point yet. They you, can't write believable characters. You are entitled to your opinions. And I, as the resident weeb in this group, will... Fight you in the streets. No, no, no. You're allowed to think what you want. That's uh, fine. That's fine. 
I could give I, I, I cannot disagree with that statement more. Uh, Studio Ghibli has been writing phenomenal stories in animation to the point where Pixar openly says that they they've taken from Studio Ghibli and made their movies like it's ridiculously no, wait, no, good wait, stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. So you, you're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying that that they can't write characters. Studio Ghibli's movies are carried by the story. They're not carried by the characters. They're not carried by the dialogue. They're carried by the story. I and in disagree. Fact, in fact, that's what they win for. It's because of the, the universe that the movie creates and the story that it tells. The issue is that, that when you look at anime as an art form, right, the point is that, that certainly a part of that is believable characters and believable dialogue. And it is the weakest part. I don't understand what you, what you mean by believable. There are so, so many actual they, conversations. Do you know the reason why most people don't want to watch anime with the dubs? Is because that makes them that's that's the moment where they realize like, oh my god, this is dog shit. There is a movie that I couldn't think was more relatable, and I make I make the girls watch it. I made my niece watch it. It's on Netflix right now. It's called A Silent Voice, and it is so truthful to kids in high school and how terrible they are to one another. You. You for the for the machine of anime, you may be in by percentage points probably correct, but that doesn't mean that it's never been done and it is done no, more because, often than no, you would realize. No, no, no. Because just 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 remember that I don't speak in absolutes. So they they are gonna be just like in everything in life. There's gonna be you know like yeah, but this was like a diamond in the rough, or this is something different. I'm speaking in generalities here. And I'm saying that more times than not, I'm right. You just said now more times than not, I would be wrong. But here's the thing. If it, again, what you guys have to understand is I'm a 40, 41, soon to be 42-year-old man. I've watched all of it. I've watched all of it. And I'm not saying this to be controversial or to hurt anybody's feelings. None of those two things. It is me saying that I think that that is the thing that holds anime back the most. That's all I'm saying. Nothing holds anime back. The biggest, if, the second biggest blockbuster last year in theaters was Demon Slayer, the movie in a worldwide anime is bigger than it's ever been. It is massive right now. So it may not be for you, but let me tell you, these Zoomers, my, my oldest daughter told me, you can't be a cool kid in school if you do not watch anime. And like it's that well, that's, big right that's, now. That's 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 fucking awesome, man. Because like rollerblades were cool for a while. Um, <laughs> like like heelys. You remember that shit with the wheel in the back and the heel? Oh, that man, was the my... fucking. That was the bomb for like two fucking years. I again, like I can't say this because people get so fucking bent out of shape. How dare you? Because I've I've spent four thousand hours watching anime, and you're telling me that's all dog shit. I'm not it's clutching a, my pearls. You're entitled to your opinion. Just, I just happen to disagree just an with opinion. you. It's just an opinion, first of all. And secondly, every every like every one of these things, like when people say, like, I saw I saw Dave sing Berserk just now. Berserk is amazing. Berserk is amazing. Berserk's dialogue? Shit. The There's written no dialogue. dialogue. The written dialogue, shit. It's like it's the point is the reason why berserk works is because of the symbology of it and because of the story the characters and the fucking way they interact with each other does it even matter no because you, it's about the mythology of berserk 
That's what you want. That's what it's all about. All of them. Like, uh, what's another, what's a good example? I mean, don't even get me started on the fucking big ones like Naruto and shit like that. Oh my Come gosh. On, bro. Bids is trying to get somebody stabbed in the streets. Uh, no, the power scaling community is a toxic, toxic community all right what? talking what now? It, it's it's called the power scaling community it's 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 people that Did I go just paint on the fucking target on my back no 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 he's trying to paint a target on my back it's a group of people that uh, that there's a whole subculture of people oh, that right. that rate yeah. this person would beat this person oh yeah 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 100 like it, it like it fights like goku cannot lose to this character and whatever the fuck yeah i know i know, I know. well goku's fucked all right ever since he got shot by a gun oh, it ruined here everything here we go yeah it ruined it's... everything no, it's just maybe. Look, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll, because uh, I've been toying with the idea of of making. It's not really the kind of content that I make, and it's not really the kind of thing that I often talk about. But it's something that I have a lot to say about, and that I think is quite funny. And that is that, you know, like <laughs> everything that I've just said right now. But the problem is that it's like if somebody came. I'm trying to think now. If somebody came to me now and said. Beer is shit. And beer has never made any sense. It's a fucking terrible drink. Um, doesn't have a good taste. It's technically you're just drinking plants. <laughs> they have no substance. Uh, it's basically half water. You're drinking fucking flavored water. And said like a whole bunch of voracious shit like that to me. I'd be like, hey, fuck you, man. I've been drinking <laughs> beer my entire life. Are you going to talk to me now about fucking beer? Have you had this beer? Have you had this one? Because if you haven't had this one, then you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because this is a good beer. This is the beer that helped me deal with breaking up with my girlfriend. This is the beer that made a lot of sense to me. Don't be talking shit about this beer. That is the issue that you deal with in situations like this. That's why it's difficult to talk about. Because the thing is, people think that I'm insulting it. People think, and I'm not. I'm offering an opinion to it. And again, I will say it, I'll say it emphatically. If you enjoy anime and you enjoy watching it, much love to you, baby. Eat it up. Because it makes you happy. And in the end, that's all that matters. But I could I couldn't disagree with you more, but that was such a great explanation. Uh using the beer analogy. I thought that was fantastic. So uh other I than that. You'd like that. When someone, you are talking about the beer that I love, so fuck you and go, go to hell and die in a fire. But no, I don't want to see anything like that happen to you. Anime got me through some of the biggest moments in my life. Anime formed my opinion as a young man. I've been watching anime since the mid 80s. Uh, 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 any, I just recently got into a fight with somebody who uh, tried to dime me out to a boss and, uh, you know, put, say That's a lot how of. you broke your leg? No, 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 it was different. But, uh, and I used a quote from Gundam Wing in the ending of my email, uh, and it was Troa Barton saying, I can understand your desire to want to kill me, but understand this, I'm going to fucking defend myself. And I just <laughs> eviscerated this person using that line from Gundam Wing. But JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Dragon Ball are embedded into my heart as yes. much as Superman and, and Batman. And it's just, I, to, to explore coming-of-age stories in all of these different versions that is ultimately what anime is to a lot of people worldwide and uh, it's given in a simplistic form that they can relate to at that time when they need it 
Um, and as I get older now, I don't watch a lot of the shonen serializations. I get a lot into just the movies because, like, I'm older, so I'm not a coming-of-age youth anymore. Sure. But it's also a, ti a time issue. <laughs> it's also a time issue. I can't sit there for uh, 46 episodes it's anymore like I used to. Dude, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Fucking, like somebody tells you, like, hey man, you gotta watch one piece. And I'm like, how many episodes? Five hundred and fifty feet? No, 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 it's more than that. It's over a thousand. No, no, I'm just I'm <laughs> it's like a thousand and fucking eighty, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody but, tried to get me into uh into uh one piece this week and I looked at them like they had three heads. But uh, I do fuck with Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon has a collaboration with Vans coming out uh next week. And I'm buying that whole set, all right? Now, I that right there is already a better fucking story than Sailor Moon. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, hold on. Look, we need to... <laughs> we need to... We need to get away from this topic before I make myself too unpopular. So... I was thinking, I was thinking we could play like a like a fun little game. I I believe you have um, at least one or two like alcoholic beverages there in front of you. Four, four, fear. Four is my uh, favorite number. So, um, what I would like to do is I would like to give you. So I went to the uh, fuck. Where's the site yet? I went to the American Film Institute, right, and I looked at what. According to them, of the 100 most, and we're not going to do all 100, obviously. I'll scan out and, you know, get some choice ones here. But what are the 100 most famous quotes from movies? Okay? Like famous catchphrases I, from I love this so far. Go okay? on. And what we're going to do is I'm going to say the catchphrase, and if you can guess the movie, then I drink a sip. But if you guess wrong, can you drink it? Oh, that sound good. I'm not going to hit you with like obscure stuff. I'm going to cure. I've curated the hundred. So I'm going to hit you with 20, 20. This is interesting. I, I if you would have asked me five to 10 years ago, I would have been amazing at this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but that's why, I, that's why I'm asking you now. As I've fallen out of a lot of planes in my life, I have lost a lot of memory, but let's do it. Fuck it. Okay. Let me, let me crack ready? open a freshie. I like it. Okay, I'm going to get one here because I have actually a lot of faith in you, though, by the I way. I don't so. right now. <laughs> Let's make one of us. I'm also, I need to drink to uh, drink, to swallow down the hate that you provided to my soul over the previous segment. <laughs> but I just have to go back and I have to read B-Master's uh, his post. Most people can't understand other opinions and have no clue about objectivity. So I will be mature and I will move on. No, I, I know I'm going to catch some fucking hate for this. But you, you know rat what? Fuck fuck. <laughs> I, got, I got some broad ass shoulders. And after that, I just I run really fast. So, you know, it is what it is. But OK, so I'm going to start you off with, at least in my opinion, what I consider to be, a, I guess, an easier one. Oh, right, no, I'm going to so, embarrass myself out the slip. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Gone with the wind, baby. Let's go. That is what I'm fucking talking about. So that is going to be one for the Roman. Fun fact, Gone with the Wind is a seminal piece in the, in the winter house. I have segments of the original script as a collector's item. I have all anniversary editions. It is my wife's favorite movie. Okay. Great. So, that's one point for you. Uh, 
All I want right. some voice acting. I want some voice acting. Dude, my fucking throat is killing me. Suck okay, it so up, gonna... chump. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do my best. All right, Mr. DeMille. I'm ready for my close-up. That's your hit, by the way. It's Marilyn Monroe. Uh-huh. What's the movie, motherfucker? I'm like it hot. I don't know. I'm going to take a guess. Is that your final answer? Yeah. No, it's Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, next up we have... <sighs> Come on. Uh, what we've got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, no. Why did I, why did I say that like fucking... I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, though, right? I said yeah. it like Christopher Walken. <laughs> why? <laughs> Your father. He had this yeah. watch up his ass. <laughs> dude, dude, I've been trying to... I've been so so segue here. I've been trying to, to have a vocal coach teach me to speak like Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, my gosh. And it's just like Samuel L. Jackson's thing is... You need to tell me what you're doing. You know, like it's it's all it's just like he speaks in octaves, like every two words he steps it up one, which has not been doing well for my throat, by the way. But like, and then also you just gotta throw the motherfucker, like at the end. Okay, but uh, what, we have what we've is got a here is a failure to communicate. Full metal jacket. Really? I don't know. I know it, but I. Cool I hand, can't... Luke. What the fuck is cool wrong hand, with you? Luke. Damn. It. Okay. Drink. Never seen it. What? Okay, I, I, I see. I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm gonna have to step it up here. Okay. Rosebud. Oh, Citizen Kane. Let's go. There we go. Hey, don't say I don't love you, baby. Thank you. I had to go back to my film school days. Ah, <sighs> school days. Okay. Ho school uh, days. <laughs> I mean, look, some of these I literally just took it for, like, the, 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 the fucking, you know, camaraderie of it all. So, I mean, I'm obviously taking a bunch of beers to the fucking face here. But a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> Silence of the lambs. You go. Well done, dude. Okay, cheers. Um, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Oh, I'm walking here. Uh, shit. You're not going to get this one. I know you won't. That's the funny fucking thing. I know. You're it's not... so iconic. Hold on. Goodfellas. Really? I don't. It, they're all, they, they, they all blend Midnight together. Midnight Cowboy, you fuck. Fuck. Okay, drink up. Sorry. <laughs> No, I mean, it's Bruh. okay. I mean, I only played in that movie, and it's really insulting to me. <laughs> I'm going to take it all at, like, severe offense. Um, <coughs> fuck. I'm dying. Um, you're going to need a bigger boat. Jaws. Mm-hmm. Open those jaws for me. Congratulations. Cheers. Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any of these stinking badges. Blazing Saddles? No. The <laughs> Trench of Sierra Madre. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
bro. You sounded real uh, aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like badges is what I'm saying. Well, did um, you just drink when I got it wrong? Do you know I, I have just, Treasure of the Sarah Madre on my queue to watch right now? Well, you better get to it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I see dead people. Ah, uh, come on. I see dead uh, people. Fuck you, Haley Joel Osmond. <laughs> you cocksucker. Are you looking for the answer? No, my, <laughs> I'm right here. No, but I, I see at, you looking at chat. Because I see chat. <laughs> How do you not know this, Bruce Willis? I know the movie. <laughs> it's just not clicking. <laughs> this isn't working for me. <laughs> I'll drink. I don't know the name. Dude, six cents. What the six fuck? Six cents. Like, sign, signs was like stuck in my brain. Dude, a lot of these that I'm feeding to you are like you're getting wrong. So that's not a good sign. Because though. they're so like easy Obscure? that you overthink it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you've only got to ask yourself one question. You feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Do you? Dude. Dude. Uh, fistful of dollars? Motherfucking Dirty Harry, bro. Is it Dirty Harry? Yes. Clint fucking Eastwood, daddy. Well, so was Dirty Harry. Or uh, Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more. Unforgiven. Fistful of anus at this Magnum. point in time? Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, hold the on. The chat is killing me, guys. You had me at hello. Oh, why do I get all the pussy films? God damn it, Jerry Maguire. There we go. <laughs> Congratulations. Cheers. There's no crying in baseball. Oh, league of their own. There we go, dude. What the fuck? You got that one really fast. Uh, Shit, I would want to do the whole hundred. <laughs> Keep going. A boy's best friend is his mother. Why did you say it like Dave? That's that's my female voice. Or uh, Dan. <laughs> like Dave? No, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like Dave? <laughs> Dude, I, the only way I can Bruh. laugh without engaging my throat like fucking dying. <laughs> I don't go. I don't know. Psycho. Mmm. Dude. Okay. Uh, greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas? I don't know. Wall Street, bro. Wall Street? Yes. It's a fucking iconic line. Fuck! Bro, Greco? <laughs> okay, Fuck Michael uh, Douglas. Well, I mean, clearly. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I told you uh, I'd be bad at this. Keep going. Let's go. Um, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. This is so tough, though. This is a tough one. Sung Soo? What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he probably said that. But the, the Godfather Part 2. No one I, watches. I, the, oh, wait. I almost said Godfather Part 3. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Godfather 2 is amazing. It's better than the original. 
Um, I'm sorry, Craven. I'm having an off day. Say hello to my little friend, Scarface. Let's go. <laughs> there we go, dude. I gotta, I gotta feed you. My throat's getting dry, dog. <laughs> you gave me a layup so you could have a drink. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Oh my gosh, uh, fucking red rum, goddamn, fucking. <laughs> don't do, no. Don't I got it. 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 Look at the shining. I'm looking this way. The shining. Oh my god, Robert. Holy my shit. brain froze. Why okay. did I drink? Because <laughs> <laughs> you need it. Okay, here we go. They're here. The warriors. Poltergeist. Oh. I was trying to do a little goal there. I mean, that came out wrong. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, last two. Um, do you have the list up? I need like five more. I, I got to redeem myself. You need five more? Okay, I can push us into five more. Hold on, let me just. Dude, I I was actually ready to do a full like uh, a full like a hundred segment on this, but anyway. Um, hasta la vista, baby. Oh, let's go. Terminator 2. <laughs> let's go. Dude, I took out an extra beer, so you need to catch up. Toga! Toga! Porkies? What? I, I don't know. I mean, your, your head's in the right place, though. <laughs> no, really, it is. What is it? National Lampoon's Animal House. Baby. Oh, Animal House. Okay, final five. Attica, Attica. <laughs> Gattaca? I don't know. <laughs> Dog Day Afternoon. I've never seen it. Remember, this is like American Film Institute's top 100, so you gotta you gotta start thinking that way. I'm only you know 39 for another month. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Oh, dude, this one, this one is cool though because it's gonna fuck you either way. There's no way you can get this. Oh, if good. You get, and if you get the, if you get this, if you get this, I'll neck Abia because it's a trick one. Okay? Oh, a martini shaken, not stirred. Okay, it's oh, you're fucking me. So it's obviously a James Bond. Yeah, but right. which but one, the, or is yeah, it a lamp? No, 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 hold on, no, uh, no, I'll give you, no, 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 a martini shaken not stirred is the first time it was uttered that way, and it was a milestone moment, because up until that point, it had never been said that way, this I was the first one vermouth on the rocks with a twist, yeah, that's the way they said it before, okay, yeah, I'm ready to neck this fucking beer, let's go, god damn, Do tomorrow it. never dies, I don't fucking know, Goldfinger, Goldfinger was the first one where they uttered it that way, Goldfinger, my pussy. I mean, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I can't. If I do that, I instantly cough. I've tried it. Okay, so Cinderella story out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It looks like a mer. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Happy Gilmore? <laughs> it's basically the movie that Happy Gilmore was based on. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Legend of Bagger Vance? I don't fucking Caddy know. Caddyshack. <laughs> Drink up. That goddamn gopher. Yes! 
<laughs> was fucking hilarious. Okay. I feel the need. The need for speed. God damn it. <laughs> Give me my drink. Let's go. Speed? <laughs> Phase Top of gun, Carter? maybe? Top gun? Is it Top Gun? Yes. He Fuck. says it to, he, like, fucking Maverick says it to, what's it? I feel the need. The need for speed. <laughs> Iceman. Okay. <laughs> okay, drink up. Okay, last one. You fucking Yankee doodle fuck. I am the king of the world. You're going to end you me on Titanic, right. you piece of you, shit. You'll get this one right because <laughs> apparently you know all these bitch fucking movies, but you don't know, like. You know who holds the remote in my house now. Congratulations, <laughs> motherfucker. I feel like I should drink on that one. Okay, so let's do a final tally here. Uh, By the way, whoever loses this has to down a a drink i one, just downed two, three, one four i guess you're having another one two three four and i mean down from you know point of copulation like the beginning one two three oh, i have to keep starting one two three four five six seven eight nine ten you got 10 out of 25 that's very very good roman no it's not i mean it's not 15 but King Kong ain't got shit on me, is what I'm saying. I have to butt chug this on live air. <laughs> and we're going, we're going to a fucking, like, uh, hold on. We're... <laughs> oh, are we doing like spitting on the carpet again? Let's go. But yeah, man, that was that was good shit. Let's go. Uh, I liked it. So, was a lot of so, fun. F so, so uh, American Film Institute has a bunch of these really cool lists. Like, uh, I've really been having fun with them. They got like a ton. Like, the chat was doing much better than me. If you guys were having fun with that, we got to play these types of games again on the channel. I love that you guys are interacting. And uh, for the audio people, uh, you should pop on in and uh, be a part of this show. Uh, we we the chat is on fire when you when you say something that's relevant to the conversation or it's something that sparks our interest your comments could be featured right in there and uh, be a part of this show with us and we're always 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 having fun with these guys uh, live for these shows every Monday night so if you don't catch us live and you catch us on the audio audio give us a chance come over subscribe to the channel be on the YouTube be on the Twitch be on the Trovo be on the Facebook live wherever you get us. Uh, that's where we'll be, and that's where we're happy to have you. But uh, what's going on? I'm getting slated in the chat. No. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are getting slated. Can you not hold a Whopper? Let me see those baby hands. <laughs> like, this is normal beer can size. I've got really big hands, so it looks like I'm holding, like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. This is like a, th what? what is this, 340? 340? Yeah. Yeah, 340. It's like a normal beer can size, but I've got really, really big hands. Pussy. Anyway, that's another episode of the Separated at Birth podcast, Down and Dusted in the Books. Thank you guys so much. We don't want to take up too much of your time. We want it to be an easy thing that there is just no excuse why you can't come in and hang out with us. And as we always say here at the Separated at Birth podcast, when we come together and talk about the things that we enjoy, we all realize that we are all separated at birth. And with that, take us home full measure. 
Thank you so much for that. And uh, actually, thank each and every one of you that joined us for this even more. It uh, This whole thing doesn't work without you guys, and that's why we appreciate you showing up every time for this. As my fucking amazing partner said, that's us every Monday here. We're on every single platform in your ear holes and in your eye holes, whichever one you need. Uh, they're all fucking there. But most importantly, we need you to take care of yourselves and uh, have a good week. And we're going to see you back here, same time, same place, same bullshit, next week Monday. Take it easy and fucking cheers.